I will. Bala. Bottle of what? A bottle of Christmas wrapping paper. <laughs> um, I can't even do it now. Or Mackey Boo. Or birthdays when. What's Mackey Boo? <laughs> oh, you know. Consequence, consequently, <laughs> uh, how many how many bloopers do you need for this episode? From Boogie Land Media, this is on Carlson Drive, a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. Today's episode. My birthday is too close to Christmas. I unapologetically love everything about Christmas. The week of Thanksgiving, I pull all my boxes of Christmas decorations out of the attic, so the moment the Thanksgiving turkey is demolished, we can put up the tree and begin playing my many Christmas CDs. My birthday is precisely one week before Christmas. I have never liked having my birthday precisely one week before Christmas. I have a number of sob stories I could tell about barely remembered birthdays or days when I had to clean up after my parents' office Christmas parties that I wasn't even allowed to attend the never-ending struggle to get my birthday presents wrapped in birthday wrapping paper, not Christmas wrapping paper, and the many Christmas programs or rehearsals for said programs on my birthday. On the other hand, my mother and in later years my husband have always tried their best to make my birthday celebrations special and I do not want to diminish how much I appreciate their care of me over the years by whining too much about the few missteps. Three things have come from my birthday being precisely one week before Christmas. The first is I vowed I would not have my children close to Christmas. So when are my children's birthday, you ask? That's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. Okay, okay, fine. My daughter, Grace, was born March 22nd. There you go. Not close to Christmas. And then I, hmm, what? Yep. My other daughters? I don't, do I have other daughters? I don't think so. I don't know. No, I don't. Fine. My oldest was born on December 23rd, and my next one was born January 2nd. There you go. Obviously, I didn't work that one out right. Except my girls handle having their birthdays close to Christmas with an ounce more grace. In fact, Aaron, whose birthday is on the 23rd, enjoys it. There have been some years she has had four or five days in a row of presents. However, Birthday presents should be wrapped in birthday wrapping. 
with Christmas presents in Christmas wrap. Equally important is December 23rd is Aaron's birthday, not the day before Christmas Eve. Hannah, whose birthday is January 2nd, actually has it a bit worse because everyone is partied out. Yet I like it, for it gives us a reason to all gather again. On top of that, Hannah has never really cared about what you wrap her presents in. The second thing about having my birthday, precisely one week before Christmas, is it has become a tradition for my dear sweet husband to buy me one or two Christmas CDs for my birthday. He does extensive musical research to make sure he finds the right ones. Consequently, I have an extensive musical Christmas CD repertoire. The best CDs have to have a fair number of classic carols. There are a slew of tunes to choose from, all the way from Silent Night to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Then fill out the CD with uh, second-tiered songs such as I Love the Winter Weather or Still, Still, Still. Baby It's Cold Outside is a popular second-tier song. However, that is one of my least favorite tunes. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I will skip it if I am close enough to hit the skip button. Then if you have to, one or two, at the very most, add a new original Christmas song. I don't mind trying a new Christmas song. Some of the new songs actually over time become classics. For example, My Grown-Up Christmas Wish or All I Want for Christmas is You. Both good second-tier songs. The most recent new Christmas song I love is from the artist Shannon Wexelberg. Her song Love Came For Me has quickly become one of my favorites. If you've not listened to her Christmas album, you are missing out. Some of my favorite albums have very few traditional Christmas songs on them, which is completely against my rule. Rules are meant to be broken, however, and I believe these albums I love are by artists I love who remain true to themselves, yet also sing about the stuff of Christmas as opposed to the other way around, taking the songs of Christmas and trying to fit themselves into them. For example, I heard Air Supply singing a traditional version of Sleigh Ride. Now, I unashamedly love Air Supply. Whatever, I was a teenage girl in the 80s. I also like the song Sleigh Ride, but that song did not work for me. I'm not sure what an Air Supply Christmas album that stays true to Air Supply would sound like, but I know it would be better than Graham and Russell trying to sing like Bing Crosby. Now, the third result of having my birthday precisely one week before Christmas has to do with ornaments and my grandmother, who, by the way, is one of the very best people God ever created. In my adult years, my grandmother always sent me $10 for my birthday. So I would take the $10 and wait for the after Christmas sales and buy new ornaments for my tree. 
I can tell you each ornament I bought with the money my grandma sent me. My tree is covered in sentimental goodness. Of course, the ornaments I bought with my grandma's birthday money, which reminds me of how wonderful she was. She never forgot anyone's birthday or anniversary. When someone was added to the family, she added them to her list. I also have ornaments from her tree. When my grandparents moved from their longtime home in Michigan, they got rid of a lifetime of treasures. Grandma said to me, take anything you want. What I wanted was her Christmas tree ornaments, the glass bells and moons, the shiny bright ornaments made in the 30s and 40s. I have ornaments from my mom's tree too. When I got married, she gave me some of the ornaments from her tree. I have ornaments from my mother-in-law's tree. I remember helping her decorate her tree the first year Randy and I were married, and she kept pulling out ornaments. Oh, you should have this one. Oh, you need this ornament on your tree. When Randy's grandmother passed away, we received some ornaments from her tree. These are all very special to me. I have always loved the beautiful glass bulbs. However, a little whimsy is always fun, and what is more whimsical than penguins? Penguins are a favorite of mine. Consequently, I have received a good number of secret Santa penguin ornaments over the years. Then along came the children, bringing mother-to-be and father-to-be ornaments, then, of course, the baby's first Christmas ornaments and sweet little baby handprints in salt dough. Actually, we did these handprints when Gracie was a baby, so hers is the only sweet little baby. Aaron was a giant six-year-old hand, but it was still sweet, and Hannah was a sweet little four-year-old hand, although I'm pretty sure her hand is still about the same size. Some of my favorites, okay, who am I kidding? They are all my favorite. Two-thirds of the tree is covered with my favorite ornaments, so I guess we will simply take for granted if I mention a particular ornament, it is one of my favorites. I have collected a few Barbie ornaments over time. If I see one at a garage sale or an estate sale, I usually buy it. I used to give the excuse of buying them for my girls, except my girls are long past liking Barbies, and I continue to buy them. If my kids make an ornament, it goes on the tree. It continues to go on the tree until it disintegrates. When Bennett married Aaron and joined our family, he was a little freaked out by the number of ornaments we put on our tree. We got about halfway through the decorating. He couldn't believe we still had several more boxes to go. He lost his mind a little and started to hang six or seven ornaments on one branch. We can't possibly have room for all of these. His family's tree decoration tradition looks a little different from ours. We could say that across the board. Mine is a sentimental hodgepodge of colors. Others love a color scheme, or a few carefully chosen ornaments lovingly spaced equal distance around the tree. And we can't forget those sparkling aluminum trees. Oh, and I know not everyone loves Christmas like I do, and I easily get wrapped up in all the fun of anticipation for presents, the joy of family and decorations, 
and lose sight of the deeper meaning of Christmas. Truly, we know that Christmas is the celebration of the birth of Jesus. One of the traditions Randy brought from his family is singing Happy Birthday to Jesus on Christmas morning. It's a pretty special person to allow all of us to give each other presents on his birthday. However, we know it was Jesus who gave us the best present of all. Well, I thought it would be fun to talk to Aaron, whose birthday is also close to Christmas. So welcome, Aaron. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. So your birthday is the day before Christmas Eve, right? No. my <laughs> Not the day before Christmas Eve. It's my birthday. <laughs> I set her up for that one. I knew, I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> You've never really struggled with your birthday being close to Christmas, have you? I mean, I don't know. It depends on what you mean by struggle, but I don't, I've never liked having it that close, especially because everybody is busy. Everybody's wrapped up in what's coming. So I'm a little bit of a birthday diva. So (laughs) I just make sure to remind everyone that yes, Christmas is two days away and tomorrow is Christmas Eve, but today is my birthday and we're not going to miss that. But I guess I just made the best of it. One of the good things about it is that there's never school on my birthday. That's true. Which actually, as a student, I felt both ways about because I never got to be with my friends on my birthday unless I like had a party or something. I often had finals on my birthday. Yeah, which is way less fun. Yeah, it's like (laughs) it's my birthday. Oh, and I have a psychology final today. (laughs) (laughs) Poor me. But you also, like me, love Christmas. Yeah, I think our Christmas tree was up in October this year. Yes, your Christmas tree was up in October. (laughs) There's no, I think about it. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to think if it was October. It was really early. But it had Halloween lights on it. Yeah, it was a Halloween tree. Yeah. It's not really a Christmas tree then. It's a Halloween tree. Yes, it's totally different. Yeah. I love all the decorations for Christmas, and I think I've passed that on to you. Yes, definitely. I don't have as many of the, like, nativity scenes and outside stuff, but I definitely like the tree up and lots of ornaments. Yeah, you've got a ways to go to uh, get the ornaments that I have on my tree. Oh, the number that's a on <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, whenever we put up your tree and Bennett's here, he gets, we get, like, not even halfway through, and he's like, there's no more room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's room. We can make room. And then we're like, yes, there's room. Look at the five more boxes that we have. <laughs> <laughs> These will fit on the tree. <laughs> Ours isn't that bad. Not yet. Right. <laughs> You'll get there. I mean, mine was, if you look at pictures of uh, Dad and my early Christmas in fact, I think you have more ornaments on your tree than, you know, for being, what, right, is this yeah. your third Christmas with Bennett? Mm-hmm. So your third Christmas, I'm pretty sure the trees that Dad and I had had very few ornaments on them to start with. Yeah, I believe that. You passed some of those ornaments down to me. So like you, I think I have some of, some of great, your great-grandma's ornaments on my tree. Or your grandma's. My, my grandma, grandma, your great-grandma's. Yes, I think, yeah, I gave you some of those. Yeah, so, you could have. so, I mean, that's probably part of why 
our tree is in better shape than yours was at that point because you've passed down so many. And all the ornaments, not all of them, but a lot of the ones that, like, have my name on it or were made for me or whatever, like my first Christmas ornaments and stuff like that, I have. We're going to have to get a first Christmas for Micah ornament. Mm -hmm. And And we will make many of ornaments coming up. Yes, yes. That's what we're going to do on my birthday. We just talked about that. Yeah, that's true. You know, I used to do the same thing on my birthday every year. I went to ice skating in the Bronx for pizza. That's right. You remember? We would always go. We would do it. And then the first year I had a boyfriend. (laughs) I did it with him instead of you guys. Do you remember that? I do remember that now, yeah. I remember because we always went. I always went. We always went as family. We went ice skating. Sure. And we got to Bronx. And then I remember that year being like feeling bad. Like I kind of want to just go with the boy. I want to go with my boyfriend. I don't know. (laughs) But I feel bad. I've always done this with my family. Well, we had, I don't know, we did something for lunch that day or something. Yeah, so it was sure okay. we did. We were, all, we were happy to let you go. and I think you actually might have surprised me even. And then I was like, oh, no, but is it okay if I go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm remembering that now. And I can't remember if he had said something, to, if he'd asked, like, what, does, what kind of special things does Aaron like to do on her birthday or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't really do that anymore necessarily. Every year I do the same thing. And pizza is not always the food that I ask for either. Right. It used to always be pizza. Yeah. Well, you know, you have trained Bennett to um, make the kind of food you really <laughs> like. And so you've you brought in your food. Well, it just works out. We're picky in similar ways on a lot of things. And some of the things that uh, I didn't like eating, he's like, no, I think this is why you didn't like eating it. So I'm going to make it the way that you like and, and you were right. And he, he was right. Right about most of it. Not broccoli, but. <laughs> so, Christmas music. I talk about Christmas music in the story. You also like Christmas music. <laughs> yes, I also like Christmas music. And I like a lot of the ones that you like pass down. You know, some like people ask, like, what are your favorite Christmas albums and Christmas songs? And I think mine surprise people because they just wouldn't expect them. What like are, Michael McDonald. I like the Michael McDonald Christmas albums. Both of them. But especially whichever the one is that has Children Go Where I Send Thee. That's my favorite. That's, that's your favorite? Banger. It's a banger. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love the Michael McDonald Christmas albums. And like the Shannon Wexlerberg one. And that's well, a newer one. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, I think is it maybe what, four years old, would you say, Riot? 2010. That's not so not four years old. <laughs> you know, in comparison to some of my other, it's only ten years old, <laughs> almost twelve years old. Well, you know, the first Christmas albums that I had were would be like Amy Grant, okay, and Twyla Paris, mm-hmm. the oldies. I still like to listen to those. What are the other ones? Harry Connick Jr. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That one's fun. That one's different. I like that one. Yeah. We also like the Elf soundtrack. The, yeah, that's that a fun good. one. I like that one, too. Elf soundtrack. The new, some of the new ones that I really like are Leslie Odom Jr.'s first one. Yeah, and uh, Jordan Smith. Mm-hmm. That one's really good. And I, you know, I do like the Lady Antebellum. Even though it's country. I know. Or Lady A. But it <laughs> says Lady Antebellum on the CD. I know they've changed their name. Yeah, I don't think I've actually listened to that one that much. 
It came after you left the house, maybe. Yeah. Christmas music is fun. It always puts me in a good mood. Sometimes I will put, I have the uh, Songs of Christmas uh, album that you made for Christ Community. When did you, was that just two years ago? 2019. Okay. Uh, Yeah, but I have that one in my car all the time because I just keep it in the visor. And sometimes when I have like an especially bad day, I'm like, I'm just going to listen to Christmas music. I think that's fair. Yeah, I like it. Well, you know, forever I have always been, you know, well, we, I get my Christmas CDs out after Thanksgiving. You know, I get all the Christmas decorations and everything down on Thanksgiving or maybe right around there. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I start listening to Christmas music. But now with with the, you know. Spotify, sp- yes. streaming music. All you have to do is just go, hey, play this Christmas song. And you can listen to Christmas music anytime you want. You don't have to crawl up into your attic to get your <laughs> CDs. I feel like I kind of miss out on listening to the, listening to the albums all the way through because sometimes I just put the songs on that I like. Like the Celine Dion songs. What are the two? You know, Don't save it up for Christmas Day. And the other one, the... Um, I don't know. Whatever her other one is I really like. Those two. I have those two, but I never listened to the whole oh, That's <laughs> a good album. I know I it like is, that whole but I just album. don't, I just don't ever... Or like I put them all in one, all the albums I like, I just put one in one big Christmas playlist and then... You only get a few every now and then. Yeah, I I do like to listen to the album, you know, so I still use my CDs. I like to pull those out and listen to it. Because you're right, I like to listen to the thing all the way through. Right. From here are all of the many songs. Unless I'm close to the CD player when Baby It's Cold Outside, I can press that You don't like that one? I don't like that song. It just never made sense to me. You know, yeah, you maybe said it's it cold outside. Really like... I got to go away. It's like they're having two separate conversations. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that song. And uh, Mary, did you know you don't like that one? Either. I don't like that song either. No, because she did know. <laughs> yeah, she did. An angel came the down an- to tell her. Right. It's in, it's in the Bible. Angel came down, and I'm going to tell you this is what's going to happen. But Mary, did you listen? Well, there were... You're, birthday being so close to Christmas, there were years where you literally got a present like five days in a row. Oh, wait, no. I always loved that. I got <laughs> to kick off the present getting, which was fun. When those years when it would just like line, like maybe I would have a party and it wouldn't be on the 23rd. We'd do it on like the 21st or something. Right. So that I'd get presents on the 21st, but somebody couldn't come, but they'd drop it off on the 22nd. And then I'd open presents on my tw- on the 23rd on my actual birthday. And then maybe grandma and grandpa would visit and they'd get there on the 24th and be like, here's your birthday present. Now you can open it. And then we do Christmas, open presents on Christmas. And then... The same kind of thing. Like we'd see people on Christmas and then travel to somewhere else right. for a different Christmas. So there'd be like just elongated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was it. There was it was hard for the other girls when they were little and your birthday came in. We're like, here, here are all these many presents under the Christmas tree. We don't open those, but here, Aaron gets to open <laughs> presents <laughs> early. Like, oh, but then you get all your presents at the same time right. of year. I think that's the bummer deal because you never get like summer themed presents. That's true. All your presents are wintry and like you can't be like, oh, well, I need this thing, but I'll wait till Christmas. 
and then Christmas passes and it's later and you're like, I need this thing, but I'll wait for my birthday. It's like right. Christmas and my birthday are the same thing. They're not the same thing, but no, they but happen at the same, same time. time. So yeah. you just kind of are like, well, I need this thing. I guess I'll buy it. Yeah. Well, and there's always the possibility of here's your birthday and Christmas present. Yeah, which is just nonsense. <laughs> Who else do you do that to? <laughs> <laughs> my birthday's in August. You're not going to give me my Christmas present <laughs> and birthday present combined. Uh, yeah. I never did that to you. No, you knew. Yeah, you knew you that would be that. bad. Well, and you were very good about wrapping birthday presents in birthday paper, or at least not Christmas paper. Right. Yeah, those were birthday presents, not Christmas presents. Although at our house, the Christmas season is very like sugary treat heavy. We are all not eating our very best. No. But we make it even worse here <laughs> in this house because there's my birthday, so we make a cake for me. Yum, yum. And then it's Aaron's birthday, and we're going to make a cake for Aaron. And then, of course, we have all of the Christmas goodies as well. And then a week later is Hannah's birthday. Yeah, I think I, I gained all of my pregnancy weight during <laughs> Christmas last last year. Yeah. It all came from that stretch. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> all came from that. <laughs> but um, both you and I like cake. We will. We want the cake mm-hmm. on our birthday. But Hannah has never been a big cake person. Or ice cream. Or ice cream. I know, she's weird. So... Her birthday will come by, and it's like, well, what kind of pie? I'll make a chocolate pie. or At least she likes chocolate. That's true. There's that. (laughs) She's not here to stick up for herself. (laughs) Well, Erin, thank you very much for chatting (laughs) with me about your birthday. You're welcome, Mom. (laughs) Happy early birthday to you. Thanks. And also to you. (laughs) And also with your spirit. (laughs) This this was our last episode of On Carlson Drive for the season. And I want to say thank you for listening and that we will hopefully be back for a season three. Stay tuned. See you later. I'm out. Ka-ching. <laughs> This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogieland Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield and distributed through our friends at podbean.com. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. All original music and music arrangements are written and performed by Randy Bonifield. Remember to subscribe and please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us. Follow On Carlson Drive on Facebook and Instagram at username on Carlson Drive. 
and be sure to visit our website at oncarlsondrive.com. Special thanks to all our friends and families who, unbeknownst to them, were writing the stories we tell simply by living them. Join us in two weeks for a new episode. Until then, thank you for listening to On Carlson Drive.